friendly reminder to rate, like, subscribe, and follow Teach Me Good wherever you listen to podcasts. Pretty please. It helps us out a lot. Okay. Now that you've done that, go check out our Patreon where we're trying to save up to talk to Tony Hawk via Cameo. Plus you get lots of perks like a mug. And exclusive episodes. Love you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Teach Me Good podcast with your host, Art Kai. Soon you'll hear from him and his friend, Fernando, and later they'll talk to a special guest who will teach them about something. Not everything will be accurate, but hey, we're all just trying our best out here. Yee-haw! Enjoy. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey. 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 Can, can you hear me eating Chinese food? <laughs> I didn't know. I could not actually. I didn't even notice. Yeah, give, us a, give us some lip smacks. Oh, God. We're going to hate that. We're going to hate. I'm going to edit that out. That's terrible. <laughs> Speaking of food, we're talking about Dinosaur Barbecue. Dinosaur Barbecue is a place that started in Syracuse, but it's pretty popular in New York City, right? I mean, pretty popular. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know the numbers that they do, but they have multiple locations in New York City. Well, they were like a big thing, a few, at least a few years ago. People were like, yo, Dinosaur Barbecue's here. Ah, it's the best barbecue place in New York City. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's uh, right. I'm from Syracuse, so, you know, uh, I've heard of it, but I feel like I'm biased. Have you, you know? ever been to uh, Dallas Barbecue? In New York City or in Dallas? Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. yeah, actually, that one's pretty good. But I also wow. don't eat meat, so I feel tail. like th- I might be the worst person to ask. Yeah, what are you going to eat at Dino Barbecue if you're not eating meat? Well, I'm I'm going to go to another place. We're going to two food places. I'm going to go to a place Ooh. that has Impossible Burgers. Oh, which are pretty good. They're quite good, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. Is it better than Beyond, you think? Yeah. yeah. Torin, when's the last time you ate meat? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't remember, but I've had it, like, I had steak at... Um, Isabel's aunt and uncle's house because her uncle made steak. Mm. I'm not gonna. How, okay. how was it? Okay, so good. Yeah. So you yeah. you eat you eat you're mostly vegetarian, but you eat meat occasionally. Yeah, I wouldn't even say I'm vegetarian. I'd just say I rarely eat meat. Yeah. Okay. You'll do it for the bit. Yeah. Yeah. You commit to the bit, and people thought it was funny. Did they? Did your? Did their? Did her uncle? Did her uncle know that you're? Uh, you don't eat meat. Yeah, uh, it's funny because the other day, th- there's an awesome place, uh, speaking of a great food place, it's called Chick Magnet in Rochester, and they do what's it's a problematic name. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> no, Fernando's like, nope, completely it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, they have, well, maybe this is problematic, they have a, they have all of their sandwiches you know like the sassy chick uh, which is okay you know a little uh spicy sauce and then the smoky chick which is what i get which is uh barbecue sauce but they do what they call a no chick which doesn't have chicken it has tofu and they fry the tofu extremely well um but then her uncle uh was ordering me dinner and he he got he he Saw my text message where I said no chick, but he's like, "Well, that's got to be a mistake. Like, obviously, you want the chicken." So then I get there, and they're, yeah. and they're like, "We thought it was for you, and we know that you don't do chicken. Yeah. So here, just give us like two minutes, and we'll make you the no chick." 
Wow. So then I got a, a chick and a no chick. And I just your life, chick to the... Your life is just full of chaos. I can't keep up sometimes. Yeah. It's just always a sitcom-ian, sitcom-esque Yeah. Have fallacy. you guys seen Seinfeld? Fallacy. It's kind of like that. We actually run a show called Jerry Seinfeld Presents. It's actually every Sunday at 7.30. Jerry Seinfeld Black Presents, yeah. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld Presents every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Black at Black Cat L.E.S. It's free. Come hang. Yeah. Uh, I feel support like we're doing the, our support own. the bar. I feel like we're doing our own ad. Like, yeah. hey guys, do you like comedy? Do you like going out? Well, we have a great show for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how podcasts do that, do yeah. their ads, and uh, mm-hmm. we're doing our own ads. Anyways, you know what I really like, Art? <laughs> you know what I really enjoy? Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? Is uh, like the safety of boats as they pull <laughs> into ports. That's what I really, really enjoy. I really love a boat that is able to safely pull into a port. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, if you guys also love a boats pulling into port, use use code SAFETY. Uh, safety Teach Me Good for 10% yeah. off your next admission yeah. to the Boston Lighthouse, which is actually what we're, who we're talking to today, the, per, the keeper of the Boston uh, a Boston Lighthouse. Yeah. Talk about a chick magnet, a fucking... Watching a lighthouse. Well, she There's is. No, you're not. You're here's not the thing. Up. Here's the thing, guys. She's a chick. She's the one of the. She's the first like official, U.S. like, woman lighthouse keeper that is like on the payroll, is in the logs as like this is the lighthouse keeper, of yeah. like of this lighthouse in the I'm United so, States. I'm so. Does she live? I, I'm so curious. Me too. I'm, I'm. I honestly, I there's an article about her. I skimmed it. She has a long history with it. What year was um, it from? Like twenty. Oh, it's from twenty twenty because she was she was talking about how COVID affected the operations of the lighthouse. Really interesting. I didn't. She's, I didn't. Get the, really I didn't read the details. The, the glass ceiling. Of what? Oh, it's, of it's lighthouse made out keeping. Of a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> I think even of journalism. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, I guess. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't yeah. even know people kept lighthouses. So, I didn't know. Yeah. Th- there's well, people that watch over them. Well, apparently, it's a lot of it's like automatic now because they don't really yeah. need a. That's what I mean. Like once but, we got rid of candles, I figured. Yeah. Well, she no... she does do stuff. I don't want to spoil what she does. I know a little bit what she does because I skimmed the article. I wasn't sure what she's up to. You know, I wanted to. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if she was a legit lighthouse. She's a legit lighthouse keeper. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. much. Okay. So that's fun. Isn't that crazy? Apparently, like women have always like worked at lighthouses because their husbands were there and stuff. Um, okay. But there's no again like for there's many women who worked at many lighthouses, but this is like the apparently she's the first like official on the payroll like recognized woman lighthouse keeper in the United States, like ever apparently. Yeah. Which may be which may be wrong. Honestly, I could just be missing a part of the story, but I want her to be like yeah. no, there's a lot there's of women. Been multiple. Yeah. I, I want her to be like like you know it's mostly women that watch lighthouses. Right? Yeah, watch lighthouses. I just I think it's a it's an interesting job because it yeah. must be so lonely to like work on a lighthouse, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, have you guys seen the movie The Lighthouse? No, I've I, I've never seen it. It's it's an incredible movie. It's I love great. that movie. But it's about lonely. It's I mean one of the major themes: loneliness. Uh, I just don't say? relate to that. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think that you just saw in the movie what you wanted to see, what you were feeling. Wow. What would Wait, you we say the movie's about, Torrent? Didn't we? Torrent, Torrent, what would you say the movie's about? Uh, no, loneliness is a pretty, pretty <laughs> Also, madness. Just going nuts. Yeah. It's got some gay themes, which mm. is fun. No. Um, no? I'm not really seeing what you want to see in the thing. 
<laughs> by projecting yeah. my own thoughts about sexuality yeah maybe that's a whole other pod that's a patreon yeah. guys if you uh want a good patreon sign up for our patreon teach me i'm just doing ads we're doing ads all day for this interview. anyway let's get into dates i will be at uh <laughs> yeah. i'll be at Killarney the, last week <laughs> i was at killarney last week you missed that but don't worry there are more date uh there, uh, there April, April 26th at Arwick Lady in Bushwick. Please pull through. <laughs> we would love to have you. Yeah, we have a big show on Sunday. Yeah. Also remember to follow me at Daddy on Instagram. <laughs> I post all of my future date there as well. Yeah, your future uh, dates. Your date. No, it's, <laughs> One it's date. It's, it's future date. Uh, I'm very, That's very clear not to pronounce the S. Yeah. Very clear. Oh. It's a bitter, a bitter non-pronunciation. I don't know if you hear that. It's hard to bitterly not pronounce a letter. Yeah. But date. Date. Emphasis on the lack of the S. Yeah. Date. Um, Singular. I wonder what the lighthouse keeper does for fun. Like, what does she, what does she do on her? Free, does she do a lot of reading? You think? What does the lighthouse keeper do for fun? I guess it's a pretty busy job, right? Like, does she, does she have a weekend off where she can catch us on our comedy adventures? I'm sure she. Does. Can she come see the Jerry Seinfeld yeah. Presents show? Is she Should the we only fly one that her watches in? it? Like, are there? Is it not shifts? I have no idea. This is why this is why we need to talk to her. I don't know yeah. how it works. Let's I think in modern day, I think the modern day lighthouse is is, uh, is different. To be honest, yeah. But yeah, we should we should talk to her. Let's just keep speculating. Actually, okay. <laughs> uh, guys, get excited. Give it up. Start clapping right now. Start clapping. Give it up for uh. I don't. Know, she's not my friend. I don't know. if She's my friend, but. She seems cool. She seems really nice. I offered to pay her. She was like, as a person who works for basically the Parks Foundation, I don't feel comfortable taking payment. That seemed like a nice thing to do, right? Um, Is that a bribe? Wait, what <laughs> feels like a nice thing to do? Offer money or reject it? I think reject, reject the money. Yeah, that's very nice. But also offering money this is also nice. You're very nice, sir. Thank you. This is why I do this, just for validation that people think I'm nice. Um, guys, enjoy this talk with uh, a, a lady lighthouse keeper. Sally Snowman. Alright, Sally, can you uh can you read that thing I just sent you? Hi, my name is Sally Snowman, and I'm going to teach Art and Fernando about keeping a lighthouse because they are constantly getting lost. Oof. Terrible sense of direction. Yeah, yeah I, I think just like <laughs> emotionally I'm always lost. I think yeah. that the oh the idea of a lighthouse is just so both like physically and emotionally uh poignant symbolism the symbolism it's so good sally thanks for doing this i'm so excited to talk to you (laughs) are you are you technically the the first woman lighthouse keeper in the united states is that like a thing uh no what i am is the first female lighthouse keeper at boston light Okay. Which oh, okay. First established light station in colonial America. So oh. I'm the seventieth keeper in the first sixty-nine. We're all men. Okay. Wow. Okay. So That's there great. there have been other lighthouse keepers in the United States that have been women. Yes. In fact, um, back in the Revolutionary War, um, it, here in Plymouth, Massachusetts, the husband, who was also a doctor, went off to war and mm. led his left his wife behind to tend the light and he um he died in the war oh. so she is officially 
the first the first. female keeper, and that was in 1776. Wow, I got my bad. facts so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens though. I just like miss, I read the headline and I skip like five words and I'm like, all right, she's the first women lighthouse keeper ever in the yeah. world, yeah. in the universe. Uh, but either way, I think that's, that's so cool. That's, that's yeah, like, it's amazing. That's amazing. The first, the 70th, the first one, what, what's, what's wrong yeah. with the Boston lighthouse? Why did it take so long? What happened? Well, um, <laughs> that's a good question, but a better yeah. question is, well, it was first established in, um, in um, seventeen sixteen, okay, and okay. Um, uh, and so as I said, there, there were sixty nine keepers in then for me. And what happened is that I'm a civilian that I work for the Coast Guard, so mm -hmm. I don't wear the Coast Guard uniform. I'm not law enforcement or anything like that. Yeah. And what tipped the table on that was because of nine eleven, mm -hmm. and the Coast Guard needed to have those three active duty that were. Yeah living on this one half acre island yeah. <laughs> via harbor to do, um, you know, military type things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the Coast Guard did a, um, a national search and um, I got the job because I'm also a Coast Guard auxiliarist. I'm oh, a volunteer oh. for the Coast Guard. Oh, and okay. my husband and I got married out at Boston Light in 1994. Oh. And, um, and then oh. we were able to start watch standing being assistant keepers volunteer keepers with the active duty out there yeah. we both love history mm. so we embarked on a five-year project to find everything we could about boston when we wrote a book and then um the national park established or congress established the boston harbor islands national and state park in 1996 and the island and the peninsulas that make up that, one of them was Little Booster Island of Boston Light. So that congressional law said that the, um, the Coast Guard has to permit at least somewhat during the summer season access to the public. Oh, so okay. as an auxiliarist, I was asked by the Coast Guard if I could recruit auxiliarists to help train them to be tour guides to augment the park ranger when they came up to do the tours. Got it. Okay. Interesting. And so, um, and so uh, we gave them, my husband and I gave them a draft of our Boston Light book yeah. so that they could, um, you know, study up on that. Got it. Uh, and then, um, cool. then what happened is after 9-11, the Coast Guard had it to, well, they decided to civilianize the position because I was already doing volunteer work out there. Yeah. Um, when they did the interviews, I came up on top. But, uh, what I think is wow. but I think what's interesting is that I was a college professor and was like, what do I know about facilities management? Yes, I yeah. can I can handle it. <laughs> yeah. 80 volunteers during the summer for day duty, but you know, that. Yeah, so it yeah. was taken on that job. Mm. And um, the other piece of that, was because of 9-11, the Coast Guard was looking to do a stewardship transfer of the island. So it was supposed to be a temp job for about a year and a half to two years. I'm in my 19th year. Whoa. <laughs> so Dang. I think the longest, you know, longest federal temp job. Yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you assume you would go back to teaching? Like, did you assume you would do this job for two years and then go back to being a professor? Uh, or? Well, the thing is, uh, the intent was to go back. 
Yeah. But after four years on the island, I knew I couldn't go back to that. I was an mm -hmm. island girl. I was. Yeah. yeah. You were settled. Yeah. It. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. They, so you're still a temp employee. They need to get you a salary <laughs> position. No, I, I jokingly say that. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, she's, she's, really working in, she's working in the millions. Art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very stable uh, <laughs> position that you're in. You're tenured, if you will. Yeah. Um, well, the interesting fun. thing, I had uh, four years, because I've been with the college for um, 17 years, mm -hmm. that um, I could take four years leave of absence. I guess about But I knew within wow. the third year, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go back, back there. Yeah. If the job disappeared, wow. I don't know what I would do. Dang. What, did you, what do you teach? Um, I'm a learning disability specialist by trade. Oh. Okay. And the college that I worked for, um, here in the Boston area, Curry College, they were okay. the first ones that were a four-year liberal arts college that accommodated for individuals with learning differences. Mm. And um, I am one of those individuals. Mm -hmm. nice. So I decided to major in it and nice. got a, um, so I have a PhD in psycholinguistics, which is how, wow. the, brain, wow. how the brain functions, how it yeah. operates, how it processes information. Yeah. And then I developed curriculum on teaching teachers how to teach to a wide uh, diverse um, classroom. You know, you have yeah. you're in the third grade and you have all sorts of abilities and what have you. Yeah. How do you teach to all of them? How do you meet all their mm -hmm. needs? Yeah. And so that's what I was doing. I was teaching teachers how to Got teach. Got it. Yeah. So pedagogy, <laughs> pedagogical <laughs> practice. I like it. Interesting. Anyway, we're not talking. We're not talking about that. We're talking about lighthouse stuff. Get that. Get that. You know, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the 9/11 things. I feel like it's cool that at least one good thing came out of 9/11, and as you become, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow. Uh, yeah, hot take. No. Um, so, what are your duties on the lighthouse? What do you do? On your, what is your day to day? Well, um, because we're in this transfer process, where the Coast Guard's looking for another owner. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not living out there anymore, but I used to live five and a half months out of the year, midnight in, into October. Oh, so I'm going to talk about what that was like for the 18 years that I did that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and how I feel landlocked right now, what, yeah. how that has affected me. Yeah. So what would happen is when on the island, I was the paid keeper and I had a gaggle of Coast Guard auxiliary volunteers that I trained as assistant keepers mm -hmm. and would rotate um, Wednesday to Sunday or Sunday to Wednesday. And some of the auxiliaries, they were the work of these. They wanted to do the maintenance work, mowing the mm -hmm. lawn, painting the fences and then flat. And yeah. others wanted to be the tour guide. So yeah. it was interesting to see the personalities, which ones mm -hmm. signed up for yeah. what. Yeah. And um, so our routine for the day is we'd be up by quarter of seven. Okay. And would um, do rounds. We'd walk around the island, climb the tire, tower, yeah. go into the buildings, check to make things okie dokie. Mm -hmm. And then we'd come back and that's when we would you know, have breakfast and we'd sit at the kitchen table and come up with a work list for the day. So I know for the week what, what I would like to have to yeah. do, but being volunteers, they had choices. Yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> um, some like doing the gardening, and some like doing the painting, and some likes cleaning, cleaning sure. the interior of the tower. And um, so cool. And because the day just unfolded when we were doing um, Monday through Thursday with tours on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So mm -hmm. let's talk about that Monday through Friday. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so the day would unfold and how we would keep time is we would record the weather every three hours. So we do it at, oh. at seven, um, 10, one until seven o'clock at night. And that was the timekeeper. So that's wow. how we couldn't go. Um, and for me that the whole day revolved on the, um, on that Checking weather the thing. Yeah, the weather so thing, that yeah. we could check in too to see what else was happening. Um, I'm one of these people that would just work straight out all day, forget to drink water, forget to eat. <laughs> so, Obsessive. Um, <laughs> you love it. You love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite things to do is at the top of the tower is um, a nine-foot crystal. It is what rotates right now. This is happening. It's yeah. sending out a two million candle power beam out to Massachusetts Bay. Wow. Awesome. And that has been there since 1859. Wow. Do you, know, do you know how far that reaches? Like how, how far away you can see it from? Um, well, it has to do with um, the ship's helm. Okay. So they did like an average ship's helm and they say you can see it for 27 miles. Wow. But we know, we know it's more than that because I'm going to digress here. Mm. There's something called Flying Santa. And um, Flying Santa delivers um, gifts to the lighthouse keepers and, and current day uh, Coast Guard active duty personnel and, and their children. I got to be the elf the year before they came, um, boss, became the keeper. Um, and we had one all the way down to the Cape. Well, coming back to go to the airport that was north of Boston and we were inland. And I looked out the, the right-hand side of the helicopter and I saw this 10 second flash. And I said to the pilot, is that what I think it is? That's Boston light. We were 40, 45 miles inland and we Whoa. could see that flash. Wow. So I don't know what cool. the distance is because when you're on the water, yeah. um, you, you're at, um, at, at the, you know, that would be considered your horizon, that yeah, flat yeah. Mm -hmm. And the earth is round. Right. Yes. So you're going to, but when we were up above that, you know, yeah, whatever it was, see. a thousand feet or something. Yeah. yeah. And that, even, even now I'm talking about it, I can see it in my third eye. And <laughs> you, you could have knocked me over with a feather. I was. That's incredible. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So what you like, you worked on the crystal? Like you worked on. Yes. It, it needs to be, it needs to be cleaned. Okay. And um, of course. there's 336 individual prisms. Whoa. Oh my and God. So I meditate and I, I'll chant or yeah. hum oh, and okay. I'll just come one with that lens. And it has all the, um, it's the prisms. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. three-sided. So there's 336 prisms times three. So we have to oh, clean wow. off all three signs. Oh, and then God. people say, well, how does it get dirty or dusty? Well, it's just dust. It's just the yeah, atmospheric the atmosphere. Piece. Yeah. Wind. And we're having tours out there, and the visitors were climbing up the 76 spiral stairs and the two light um, yeah. ladders yeah. into the lantern room. They, mm. That would raise the dust and things like yeah. that. People coming through. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing, since we haven't had tours since um, you know 19 uh, 2018. Hmm. It, it, it not anywhere is as dirty. It doesn't need to be oh, cleaned, uh, cleaned as frequently. 
Yeah. And then the question is, how do you clean something that's 163 years old? Yeah. Um, well, right. very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And um, it's with, um, um, we use distilled water. Okay. And um, white vinegar. And that's okay. what we did that's it. it back in the bygone days. And yeah. That's how we do it today. Yeah. Wait, how old is, is it? When is it from again? It's um, distilled water with white vinegar. No, what, 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 what year is it from? Is the crystal from? Uh, um, it was installed in, well, it was first lit in 1859. Oh, wow. That is, that is cool. So yeah. what happens is the 21st century technology and 19th century technology, yeah. they don't connect all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, it frequently stops. And the Coast Guard okay. H navigation team goes out yeah. there and, you know, piddles with it and gets the motor, yeah. one horse motor engine rotating 4,000 yeah. pounds of glass and brass. Wow. What? That's crazy. I, I was just about to ask, like, so you don't do any of the actual engineering on it? Do you just, like, sit there and, like, like that's if something breaks on the on the lighthouse. You don't actually, you're not the one that fixes it, or? Uh, no, it's totally automated. Yeah. Okay. So right now there's no, I don't, I hate to say this, there's nobody out there. Yeah. I mean, there's the seagulls and, yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and if the light goes off, because it's the closest um, landmass is just a mile away. Okay. And of course, because it goes for 27 miles, the ships that come in and out of harbor, they literally call the Coast Guard and say, hey, the light's out. Hmm. And yeah. then the Coast Guard has an aids to navigation team that maintained over 50,000 aids to navigation nationwide. Wow. Boston Light just being one of them. Yeah. Um, so they will come out and see what the hiccup was. Sometimes yeah. it's just a reset. Um, so it, it, it has been automated since 1998. That makes sense. Okay. Does, so what? We, you don't need anybody living out there, it's all yeah. done on its own. The reason why it's still manned is there's a congressional law that says mm -hmm. because it was the first established light station in colonial mm -hmm. America, Whoops. it shall remain manned. Oh, okay. and oh, I jokingly say woman. Yeah, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to be there at all times. It's so funny. is every other lighthouse in the country not like it has nobody at it? They're completely automated by, and standalone? Okay, so what's happening? Yes, it's the only one. It's still considered manned by okay. um, the federal government because I'm still the keeper and I'm still responsible for it, mm -hmm. <laughs> although I'm not living there anymore, which is yeah. a really interesting thing. Yeah. But another yeah. piece of my job is I'm the historian. Mm -hmm. So I've done a number of media things. So because um, I just love talking about it. And yeah. of course, you don't see that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like doing this podcast. That's one of your <laughs> duties. Am I right? Um, that's interesting. So you, you live there for what's it, what's it like living there? Um, um, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say overwhelming question. Okay. Let, let, let's go back to my childhood. Great. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was younger, when I was 10 years old, my dad was in the Coast Guard Auxiliary as well, and he was high up on the food chain. 
Oh. And he made arrangements to have the auxiliarists do a rendezvous. By the way, the auxiliarists are the volunteers for the Coast Guard. We don't mm. get paid, mm. um, but we support them. Sure. And so um, my dad arranged for the auxiliarists that had boats in the area to hit, um, anchor off the island, row onto the beach, and um, you know, tour the island. Mm-hmm. So when we went out there, went from our powerboat into the dinghy, we landed on the cobble beach. I stepped off on the beach and I looked up at the light and said, Daddy, when I grow up, I'm going to get married out here. Aww. And I did. <laughs> and I did. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Dreams come true. That's and, awesome. Um, so that's when my love affair of Boston Light began. Yeah. yeah. And I always sort of dreamed about, gee, what would it like to be a keeper? And I was would read a lot of, I love um, reading and yeah. reading about maritime history and shipwrecks and mm-hmm. lighthouses and all of that. Cool. So cool. And um, so because, and I became, I've been in the auxiliary for 46 years now. Yeah. And um, so when um, my husband, when I got married to Jay, mm-hmm. there was no any impropriety. As a volunteer, I couldn't go and volunteer because I was female. But mm. once I was married and there was no impropriety, uh-huh. then that's how Jay and you I started it. volunteering out there. Nice. And one of the when I was at when I was 10, I didn't get to climb the tower. Dang. So I got to climb it on our first watch, going up the 76 spiral stairs, tight, tight spiral. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And then um and it's just shy of 90 feet tall. Wow. And I'm not big on heights. Yeah, and I started walking up that spiral staircase uh-huh. with no fear. Yeah. I went up nice. the ladder into the gear room, the ladder so excited. to the, the uh, lantern room, yeah. and then I went outside on the deck of the go- of the gallery. Yeah. No fear. Wow. And and I said to Jay, I feel I've done this a thousand times before. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're what, calling. So what Jay and I did in five years of research. We found out that, um, well, we knew that the light was extinguished during the Revolutionary War. The British Mm. blew it up because it was British owned. And they said, Mm. if we can't have it, we're not going to let the revolution have it. it." And they blew it up way out of Dutch. So after the revolution, um, in 1780, the light was remanned Mm. by a keeper named Thomas Knox. And he had a wife. We knew he had two kids and they had more. Her name, we found out her name was Content. Okay. Whenever I was reading that in the archives, you know, I have these white gloves on. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, this airtight room type of thing. Yeah. So um, very valuable documents. And I said to Jay, I'm a reincarnated Content. <laughs> Yeah. I was just so content out there. Yeah. And um and that's what made it hard to think about um um going back to teaching on the yeah, mainland. Doing like, any, anything once else. Once I had that experience, I I just like bonded with it. Uh-huh. And I've always been an outdoor girl. I've always yeah. loved boats in the ocean. And I jokingly say I have salt water in my veins and not water. <laughs> I just want to be on the water all day. Yeah. You're basically a mermaid is what you're trying to tell yeah. us. Yeah. Maybe I was one of those too. Yeah, probably. Back in the day. <laughs> they still exist, right? They're still around. 
so um yeah. and so one of the things that um is fascinating to me personally is um that we as humans are beacon of lights that we are lighthouses ourselves you mm-hmm. know I'm, I'm very spiritual i'm not religious but I'm spiritual. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm connected to the cosmos and the planet and the ethers and everything mm-hmm. like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the things that I was learning in my, in my yoga classes that to become a teacher was that that concept is that we are lighthouses, we are beacons. Hey. And I've into myself and close friends, you know, I've mentioned that they think that's a little woo-woo and don't want to hear that. But since the incident in the Ukraine, um, they interviewed a woman who is a lighthouse keeper in the Ukraine, and she was in. She did a podcast, mm-hmm. and um, she actually <laughs> said that we are all beacons of light, and please shine light on the Ukraine. So now, something that I've been, you know, yapping about for you know twenty years now yeah. has now turned into mainstream. Yeah, and yeah. Called it. That's amazing. I mean, it's true. I think like metaphorically, even metaphorically speaking, that's just how people work. We're all just sort of kind of out here, like shining light, guiding the path for people to come through. You know, I love that. Even on a spiritual level, on a metaphorical level, it's nice. It's a nice, warm, wholesome message that you're like existing in, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we're we're all energy. We're all energy. So we have auras. Yeah. So when we... Like a life. Do our meditation. We are literally taking our heart space, yeah, and sending that light out like the beams of that Damn. two million candle power. Yeah, and that's what I visualize when I'm doing my meditations, and when I'm when out of the light at yeah. night, I'll sit outside at the top of the tower, leaning up against <laughs> the window glass of this Looking. nice little crystal, <laughs> and just imagining being that. Yeah. Too many candle power. God, that's so great. Dude, how long did you live there for? Did you you live there, right? Like on the island? Yeah, um, five five, five months a year. Okay. And that's that right. started in 2003 to 2015. God. Wow, okay. So that was 15, 16 years that I did that. It was just you and your husband just living out there? Um, you no, know, because we have to have at least one other person with me. Okay. And my husband had his own job on the mainland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he used to come out on on weekends. Got it. Then when he retired, um, he would come out for a few days, occasionally a week. Yeah. But he likes going back to the mainland. Sure. Uh, on another di- digression, when we had the volunteers, you know, coming in and off the island during the season, mm-hmm. there was some of them that said an acre and a half island is about the size of a football a football field. Okay. Okay. And the waters all around us. I mean, sure. there are there are ships, cargo ships yeah. that travel the, the the seas of the world. Oh, sure. That are bigger than Little Booster Island. That's so that's so weird to think about. I believe. And so, <laughs> so if somebody's not used to having that water all around them, mm-hmm. they were saying they were getting disoriented by it. Yeah. So they do the Sunday, the Wednesday, just because by mm. you know, that third day, yeah. uh, they needed to like get grounded back yeah. on the yeah. Did you ever feel that way? Did you ever feel like you're, you're disoriented in any way? 
I know I never had that. So when the auxiliaries wow. were explaining that to me, it was like, it was a foreign thing. What? Yeah. That's funny. Was it was it ever like scary living out there for five months? Um, well, now that's getting into another story because <laughs> I'm excited. Because, um, basically, I'm a mosquito cat. Okay. Um, I'm, I I'm, have a lot of trepidation. Okay. Put me on a boat. Put me on an island, and I'm fearless. Wow. It's a wow. odd thing. And people say, like, when there was a few times we got caught in storms out there. Yeah. We used to do watches during the winter. Uh -huh. uh, however, the storms, as you know, the <laughs> climate change and everything like that, sure. it was, um, we had delays of being able to change out the crew because of the storms. And being civilian, the Coast Guard said, you just should not be out there. So they just stopped the winter watches. That, that right. worked hard. Yeah. Um, and so when we were caught out in those storms, it was electrifying for me. I just run, I'd be in the house going to window to window, taking pictures and- um, That's so and, fun. And as the waves hit the back of the house and laying in the bed, it felt like a vibrator bed. Yeah. And, and the <laughs> so person for you. standing the watch with, um, if they got a little nervous because I was just, being so fun about it it was yeah. such mm -hmm. an advice uh, an adventure yeah so then people say well aren't weren't you afraid that something would happen and you'd end up in the water and you'd drown in and there you know what that's the way i want to go huh. that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's your death it's, wish it's put me in beautiful. the put me in the water <laughs> send me off that's great. That's so, that's crazy. I feel like for me personally, I would, I would find it to be very scary. And also alone, were you lonely ever? Um, no, again, um, it's my personality. Mm -hmm. I, I have the personality of a lighthouse keeper. It takes <laughs> a certain personality to do it. What is the personality? Just someone who likes more introverted, more just like. Uh, someone that can, can deal with the mundane. You know, just mm -hmm. every day, do the rounds every day, yeah. cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Yeah. And so when when um, auxiliaries were acquiring, what do they do on watch? I say lighthouse keeping duty duties because <laughs> it's on an island. And so it's real easy to get cobwebs and things that, mm -hmm. that collect in the collect. buildings that don't have heat, like the cistern building and the boathouse and the generator yeah. room. Yeah. And because we were having guests on the island every week, we would just spend the week clean, 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 clean. Wow. So you're busy. You're staying busy. You're doing stuff. Yeah. But you get a rhythm. You get a yeah. rhythm. It's just a slow thing. And, you know, you watch the 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 uh, airplane that's gonna go land holding me for it. It's just um it's laid back. I never yeah. really thought I had to take a break for say yeah. I would yeah. have a, a water bottle with me and oh. um so you get into the rhythm of wow. the island. That's crazy. And Is so it... when I came back from the on the mainland, uh, that was with this associate that, that was mm, weird. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I stayed on the island, you know two two weeks or longer so i hadn't been in a car for two weeks wow. and now i have trees there were no trees on the island oh, and wow. so you're driving down uh, down the road and you have all like, these shadows and everything and it's yeah. like yeah. i don't have that it's on too the much yeah how how often would you go like while you were keeping the lighthouse how long would how often would you go back onto the mainland to go like grocery shopping or to get like utility like just toiletries and stuff like that? 
like that? Um, well, because my husband was the one that, that mm -hmm. liked um, go, going to the island, at least for a, to the mainland, a couple of days a week after he was retired, he mm -hmm. would do all, all that. Uh, He'd okay. take the bills, bring, bring the bills out to the island. I'd have the checkbook, I'd write them. Yeah. And then oh. um, if an auxiliary. So you never left. You never <laughs> left, ever. You loved it there. You loved yeah. it. Yeah. The longest I was out there for any given time is seven weeks. Wow. wow. That's a long time. Dang. And um, and that didn't count going, taking our boat into the Coast Guard base. We needed to mm -hmm. check Coast Guard emails and just mm -hmm. say hi to my supervisor. That yeah. didn't count. I mean, it was just, you know, 20 minutes, half hour mm -hmm. at the base, and I'd go back to the island again. Was that normal? Or is it every, has that always been? I'm assuming in the past, it's like people like lived out there for years on end, right? Yeah. Um, well, if we go back to the early, early times, like 1716. Yeah. Um, that the keepers there, because it was a colonial America, it mm -hmm. was still with the British, mm -hmm. um, that there wasn't any length of time. It was when the keeper either died. Died, yeah. Um, Dang. Like the first two, they drowned. Really, oh, wow. the first two keepers of the wow. uh, yeah, the first the first keeper from 1716 to 1718. Yeah, uh, had a wife and children on the island, and he went into Boston yeah. to get his pay. And his wife and one of the daughters enslaved, and a friend that had a sailboat. Uh -huh. uh, so they sailed. They took the the dinghy from the island, and then went into Boston, got the pay. Mm -hmm. They came back. Anchored the sailboat, got in the dinghy, and from the sailboat to the pier, the boat capsized and they all died. And the wow. other friend on the pier yeah. uh, witnessed it and, and couldn't do couldn't anything. do anything. Dang. So then they got a replacement, yeah. and the replacement died within three days. With that, how? <laughs> how did they die? Drowned. Same way, boat into the you know, pier. Actually, there's no history on that. Oh. Just that he found too. I think I think there's probably still alive. To be honest, I think still, <laughs> still out there somewhere. You faked so, his death. Um, so as um, it was a family lighthouse station until 1960, mm. and they wanted the family because there was so much work to do. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And um, maintenance. And um, the 19. 1920s and 1930s now this is one one and a half acre island yeah they had a duplex house with two families and then the principal keeper's house mm. um one of the families had nine kids the other two had five and oh. each of them had their family outhouse so three outhouses in 19 kids living on the island i just can't imagine what that was like yeah i mean like free labor that's what it was like like it hey you guys labor. you gotta yeah. do you guys gotta do all this the, there are cobwebs in the house go get them <laughs> you know like i'm not getting them these this time around that's great well, so the, the other but the other thing is this was with the with the lighthouse service and um they had very strict rules of what needed to be cleaned like the um the the copper doorknobs mm -hmm. all, had to wow. be shined Sure. So it was a lot, a lot of physical labor. labor. Everything had to yeah. be spotless because they never knew when the superintendent uh, was going to do an inspection. Through, a little audit. Wow. That makes sense. Interesting. So do you think the lighthouse is haunted? <laughs> <laughs> you think there are ghosts? Well, you know, the interesting thing is because um, uh, I'm 
I'm so connected spiritually uh-huh, that uh-huh. Um, I read I read energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I feel energy on the island. And wow. one of the reasons why I typically don't talk about things like ghosts is because I'm the historian of the of um for the Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that um it, psychic being psychics and things like that yeah is is hocus pocus and things like that Uh uh-huh so i don't talk about that you don't condone it it for my own experience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's quite a lot of activity out there (laughs) okay (laughs) this is some off-pod conversation i want to hear stories (laughs) yeah well we have to remember now that we are um now uh, 306 years or so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of people living out there, yeah. living and dying, yeah. the pets that they had. I presume at one time they probably had goats for milk. There wouldn't mm-hmm. be enough grass there to support a, a cow. Um, yeah. They uh-huh. probably had a donkey or horse yeah. to lug the coal or wood from one end of the island to the other. Yeah. And just imagine having families. There must have been um, infants that passed away there. Sure. Um, and pets, Some dark things stuff. like that. Yeah. Right. Are, there any, are there any stories? Are there any crazy stories of um, like lighthouse keepers going going crazy, losing their minds? Yes, yes there's R- really? a lot of that. Yeah. And there's, okay. movies, there's movies about that. There was yeah, movies, I know. Um, a few years ago. Called yeah. a lighthouse keeper, which was pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but there so are many stories. There are like a lot of accounts of of lighthouse keepers, kind of like you know their loneliness got to them. Yes. In fact, there's um there's a lot of stories about those and documentation. Mm-hmm. Document. Well. It's document. In Indian, um, there was a um, I'm trying to think of uh, Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Back in um, in the 1990s, mm-hmm. did interviews of the three active duty personnel that were out there, mm-hmm. and they talked about um, ghostly experiences about that. Right. And um, then there was um, um, an entity that was had a series on ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. And they came out into interview that's so fun. The keepers as well too. That's fun. So, did you? Um, are there? What is the typical? I guess in the past and the present, like how? I guess in the present, this is it's clear. You kind of explained it, but in the past, how was a person? How did a person become a lighthouse keeper? What was that like? What's the process of that? Um, the way that they did it during um, the. Um, once we became the United States of America, mm-hmm. it was political. If your mm. political alignment was whoever was president of the United States at that time, uh-huh. then that's how you got appointed. You, 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 like, you just like ask somebody? You just like, mm-hmm. hey, I, I want to be a lighthouse keeper, and they just let you be a lighthouse keeper? Like, how does that um, work? What would you do? You'd apply. You would okay. send the... You'd send the um, an, a uh, request to it was the fifth auditor of the treasurer mm. that was in charge of hiring and firing oh. the lighthouse keepers. So yeah. you'd send a letter to him and right. say, 
I'd like to be a lighthouse keeper. Um, I um, here are my qualifications. Well, I've, I've served in the Navy or I've served in the Army or what have mm -hmm. you. And that's how you get chosen. So it was who, who you know, it was yeah. all people. And so, so you never knew how long you were going to keep the job depending upon, once again, who was in office. Office. It's all, yeah, a political thing. I think also I keep forgetting that it is a government, it's a government entity. The lighthouse is run yeah. by the government. But yeah. I, in my mind, I'm like, it's a private sector. Everyone is there. <laughs> just by job interviews. That's interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. So you, you miss the lighthouse, obviously, right? Say again? You miss the, you, you, you have. Oh, I, feelings I'm of, so homesick. <laughs> uh, when do you think you can what? go back? Um, well, the Coast Guard brings me out when weather and sea conditions permit, and I'm mm. actually scheduled to go out on Sunday. Okay. To call in, do runs and just check on things. Nice. Come the end of April, my boat, um, as I mentioned, I'm an auxiliarist and I have a boat and we'll actually uh, get Coast Guard orders to go out there. There's no dark out there. It's just the face of the pier. We tie the boat up uh, across the pier. So if the water's calm, mm -hmm. we can stay there for a couple of hours. If Whoa. it gets rough, we have to leave. Whoa. So once I get my boat, I'll be going out there, you know, two, three, four, four times a week and do nice. Routine maintenance. When will you stay there? Like, are you? Do they just completely ban anyone staying there? We can't because there were severe storms in in uh, 2018, uh, and um, and the inspection that came up because it was an old place that had, yeah. if they found lead, they found asbestos, and they're mm. saying, "What are you doing living here?" So that that having the damage and having the inspection it sort mm -hmm. of closed the door. And yeah. that would precipitated the Coast Guard seriously thinking once again about yeah. finding a steward that knows how to take care of national treasures. Sure. Mm -hmm. the, the lighthouse tower is a landmark mm -hmm, and course. the island itself with the other buildings and what have you is, um, it's uh, that's a- um, Protected. Yeah. yeah. And, not recalling the name. So the island is a national park and the tower itself is mm. a national um, mm -hmm. landmark icon. Interesting. Have you been to other lighthouses? Do you do you like to travel and see other oh, lighthouses? Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's your life. Yeah, we, we've driven all the way up to um, through the coast of Canada and what have oh, you. Oh, wow. And Whenever we, lighthouses. Travel, yeah, whenever we travel, it's if, if there's a lighthouse, we have to go find it. Wow. <laughs> are there any lighthouses where in the world where people are just like living on there on the on the island yes. still and just like yeah. for years on it? Wow, that people are actually yeah. I don't know if they're still on the islands, but there are still lighthouse keepers in mm -hmm. um in other countries. Just yeah. the one, just the one in the Ukraine mm -hmm. um that has it on the on one of the waterways there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and when she said she was a lighthouse keeper, I don't know if she's a volunteer or yeah. if she's paid by the government. Yeah, that makes sense. Do y'all get Wi-Fi out there and like internet? And, uh, that was TV? the hardest thing of all because um no, there there wow, wasn't none. did you get a did you get a radio TV. at least? What about a radio? radio? We had um we have a a thirteen thousand foot extension cord <laughs> that comes out of the water. And um, and right now Wi-Fi is a lot better than it was. Okay. But um, so initially there 
there wasn't any connection and that's why it was going to the mainland to the coast guard base to mm. check my emails wow. and then um when we got the wireless part um it was wasn't very reliable on the sure. island in the I could get it like at three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So my supervisor would go into work in the morning and then email me and say, what were you doing up at three o'clock in the morning sending us emails? It was because I was waiting for, for the service the to yeah. allow that. Why 3 a.m.? That's so weird. Why that random time? Uh, well, because it has to do with the atmosphere's condition. At oh. nighttime, um, the, the atmosphere actually goes out further and then sure. it shrinks during the daytime with the wow. heat of water. It like affects, the, yeah. it affects the connection. That makes sense. Yeah. Weird. Have you ever had a, I'm sorry, I have a lot of random questions. Have you ever had anyone uh, while you were there somehow stumble onto the lighthouse Just out of, uh, from the sea? Any boats come through? Uh, well, the thing is, because it is so close to... Um, the mainland is just oh, a mile right. away. Yeah, they can just. But we mainland. get kayakers mm -hmm. and um, cool. um, and so that's what makes it me nervous about not being on the island because we know they're going out there at night. We yeah. know that they're walking mm -hmm. around. And when it was manned, I mean, we still we hit people, you know, in the middle of the night, and I think and go out with a flashlight. Excuse me, I'm trying yeah. to sleep. Would you yeah. like me? <laughs> you leave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know this is a lighthouse, but I do need to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So um, on the island, it has six buildings. So the lighthouse mm -hmm. is a separate building onto, uh, onto itself. Mm -hmm. Then we have the keeper's house, mm -hmm. a boathouse, a cistern building, um, which is holds a cistern, which is a water mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a, I describe it as a, a swimming pool with a cover on it. And the building is very large so that you can connect, collect the most amount of water mm. from rain or sleet or whatever. And that was our water supply. We didn't, uh, we drink potable water, um, you know, the five gallons of water out mm -hmm, to sure. drink. But um, the reason why they initially had that um, 22,000 gallon yeah. tank was because the fog signal was steam engine for many, many years. Wow. It needed coal and yeah. it needed water. Wow. Yeah. So steam. Um, that makes sense. Uh, what is fun is there's still a lot of coal out there. They what? stopped coal, so coal. In, the, um, in the 1950s, they yeah. um, changed to diesel fuel. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But when you think out. of all the coal that um, was being brought out, dropped off on the west end of the island and had to brought. Wow. To the the east end, end. Yeah. and then all the shipwrecks. Why did we need a lighthouse out there? Because uh, of shipwrecks. Wow. And so yeah. a lot of the shipwrecks were coal barges. So uh, a lot of the coal mm. was, um, you know, Walk. still that washed up from the shipwrecks. Wow. Have you ever from seen a shipwreck? Have you ever seen yeah. a shipwreck on your on your watch? Um, no. Good. Yo, great mm -hmm. lighthouse keeper. One of that, the best. That's why, that's why we that's have a lighthouse. Right. <laughs> Do you have a lantern, like a classic lighthouse lantern that all the lighthouse people have in the pictures? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Um, the handle? Yeah, actually, um, um, I, I had one on the island and I brought it home and it's hanging in our porch now. Oh, uh, that's so uh, cool. I want one. Those are so yeah. cool. Is it, is it gas operated? Like how old is it? Uh, no, it's, it's, um, it's electric. Yeah. This one, it, you put a candle in it. Oh, okay. That's okay. Cool. That's fun. That is fun. 
it's it's so like cartoonish just like going out in the night being like you kayakers get out of here this is my lighthouse (laughs) with your your lantern with your candle lantern that's so fun um crazy what a fun life you live that's so it's so random i just like what you do is so random to me which is fun and and the thing is that the coast guard reminds me uh that this is my legacy um this is closing down the coast guard's last manned lighthouse in the country when that transfer takes place and i'm so humbled and so honored to be that because i you know i i started my love affair with it when i was 10 years old yeah Yeah. to see to see it go to a new owner whoever it's going to be that's going to know how to take care of it yeah you You care so much the coast guard will still maintain the light at the top of the tower and the clock sure. signal. But as far as all the other buildings and the grounds, mm-hmm. it's going to get the proper care it needs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. God, I, I, we've just met, but I'm like, I'm like so proud of you. It's so cool. It's so <laughs> you know, um, Fernando, anything else in your mind? We start wrapping up. Yeah, I kind of just when you were on the island for like those five and a half months, and let's say like just to decompress, or is, is there anything you would do just for fun? Like True. Just, like, what did you when it fun? wasn't when it wasn't like not regarding necessarily keeping the lighthouse just like yeah. for you well that that i loved doing that it was like my hobby okay and i'm a writer so i do a, a lot of writing Ooh. out there mm-hmm. and i read and mm-hmm. i literally talk to nature i talk to the flowers in the garden and the muskrats and the water rats yeah and um, one funny story is um, uh, there, oh, another woman was on watch with me. And the seagulls, for some reason, they like to fly around me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. as I'm walking around, they'll just be, call, call, call. And then they go, call, call, call. And the woman came up to me and she said, Sally, you really got to get up this got island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to get a hobby, dude. <laughs> yeah. This is too much. That is funny. You're just like talking, you're just hanging out. You just yeah, love yeah. it. Out there. Just vibing. You're probably one of the few people who worked who've worked on that lighthouse who like truly loved it. I feel like most people probably out there are just like, this is miserable. I'm so alone. There's no Wi-Fi. This is terrible, you know. But you're you're out there loving it. You're out there having a good time. And just um, fun. so in the wrap-up, what I'd like to say is mm-hmm. what we're talking about is we are we're all beacons of light we're all mm-hmm. lighthouses and for me as a young child with stories being read to me about lighthouses and things like that yeah. um, there's that spiritual piece that with the light um being out there with this rays of light two million candle power it was like nothing could possibly harm me yeah that i was protected by that and wow. then the metaphor of me being able to carry that forward yeah. To, um, to other right. people in your life yeah, every day. Yeah. That's incredible. I love it. I'm going to cry. This, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's lovely. I have, I have one more question. I mean, this is sort of, I guess, to wrap it up. Um, I guess not the last, last question, but I do want to, I'm, I'm do curious, like how, how was the light operated in the past? Was it oil-based? Was it-, uh, it started out with fish oil. With, oh. um, I mean, sorry, with candles, just a candles. ordinary candle. Just like tons uh, of candles, like one big candle? No, um, in 1716, it was a, a candelabra where it was oh, two layered with yeah. seven candles on each. Okay. And they hung that. 
And you think wow. of today with all the background light, with all the city lights and everything, how would you ever yeah. see that? But imagine coming 3,000 miles across the Atlantic. Yeah. Mm. And that would be the only, the only light, light. Yeah. that you'd see. Wow. And so that, that was a bright light. Nice. And then from there, they went from fish oil to um, whale oil to mm. cazola oil, mm. which is a plant like Based. from the cottage. Yeah. And then they got into the the gasoline and the acetylenes. Oh. And then, of course, came the electricity. The bulb. And yeah. that 14,000-foot yeah. um, uh, wow. water. Yeah. What is, how often do you have to change out the bulb? Um, they will last for months. Okay. And they're, ex they're extraordinarily expensive. They're something yeah. like $800 a piece. And they're only about this big. Oh, and what? Off, and it gives off, um, um, it's a 1,000 watt lamp. Oh, It gets God. made applied to 2 million candle power. Yeah. Wow. Is that like 2 million lumens, technically? Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. That's, that's so bright. From one tiny bulb? Yeah. And so at night when we go up there, you can't look directly into the light. Oh, yeah. No, you'll go blind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, are you saying there's only one small bulb out th up there? There's yeah. Not... And then, it's, and then it's crazy. That, it feeds to that prism, I imagine. And then that expands. Yeah, the, the prism expands yeah, like crazy, re right? There's refraction and reflection. So the prisms mm. go this way and this way. Yeah. So the light comes out. And there's what we call bullseyes. There's 12 of them. There's 12 panels to it. Yeah. So as the light rotates yeah. and it comes into um, the bullseye, mm. that 1,000 watt lamp gets magnified to 2 million candle powers. Uh, and the thing is, when I'm on the island, I see 12 rays, yeah. a rotation of them. When mm. you're oh. on the on a boat or on the shore, all you see is a 10 second flash. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a flash. Interesting. Yeah, that's all you see is a flash. But you see 12. Just I see 12. That's 12 so rays. crazy. 12, did you just, did you just have blackout flash. curtains? Like in your bedroom, did you just have like blackout <laughs> how bright, curtains? Yeah, how bright the, was yeah. it on the, the light off? That's so interesting you should ask that because one of the bedrooms faced uh, the lantern room. Yeah. And um, even with the Venetian blinds down, it was too bright for them. Wow. And so they would choose the other one. And yeah. I loved that bedroom because I just lay in bed and be mesmerized by, by the light. Wow. But once I got hired, there was the master bedroom, the bigger one, mm -hmm. which was also my office. Uh, so okay. um, I didn't do that anymore. But if nobody was sleeping in that, the person I was with was in the other bedroom, mm. I'd always go and lay on that bed for at least an hour or so. Like relax. Watch, watch it go around. Talk about That's so cool. going into um, a meditation. Meditated and you state. feel like um, it's a whole different dimensional thing when you're looking at it. It's, yeah. You have it's to like unreal. It. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it sounds like something I can't really experience unless I go to a lighthouse and mm -hmm. see for myself. <laughs> like what you're describing is like, I can't imagine any other circumstance where I'm like, oh yeah, like I have a giant beam of light just shining through my window yeah <laughs> it's crazy it's fun um that's that's great uh anything else in your mind Brianna, before you ask the, no, the final question i'm good cool well sally here's something we ask all of our guests a little palate cleanser um as we start wrapping up can you please describe your perfect day i'm talking about your 24 hours what are you doing who are you seeing what are you eating just want to know what is the perfect day for you a perfect day out of Boston Light 
is um, <laughs> or whatever, like, any it can be yeah, anything. Yeah, anything. Well, I'm gonna go out to Boston Light. <laughs> okay, yeah, the that's fair. That amazing is that fog when you're out there in the fog. Ooh. It's it's you're in like a fairy land. So you wake up and it's there's this fog all around. You can't see the other end of the island. And then as the sun rises up and it starts, um, the fog starts dissipating. And you can see the movement of the fog. And it, it's it's, it's so moving. Cool. That's so um, cool. And then come midday, it's all burnt off. The sun got a gorgeous red-orange sunset. And then the beams just go out into the darkness. And it's yeah. just peace. That's your perfect day, just watching this. That's all you that's all you do all day. I love it. That's an amazing perfect so day. Yeah. You're not even eating anything. You're just so mesmerized by the, the yeah. light. You're so because focused her, on your her nourishment comes from yeah, that, from that from sunrise, that sunset. Oh yeah. You're so busy maintaining this lighthouse that you don't even have time to eat. That's an amazing perfect day. I like yeah. it. Sally, <laughs> thank you so thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah, thank you, Sally. This is great. Oh, you're welcome. Well, yeah. thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, I, I think our listeners are going to love it. Guys, if you are listening, better you better love this, all right? Because <laughs> I find it to be just crazy. Just what a fun experience you've had. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Fernando, you want to set us off? Uh, guys, we'll catch you on the next one. See ya! <laughs> Hey, hey, buddy. What's up? Man, what a, what a fun app. Yeah, it was really cool. That was so I, cool. I feel bad I really about the 9-11 like her energy. Moment. I loved yeah. her energy so much. She's on the floor, just yeah. chilling. She really just so loves lighthouses. And just, she loves lighthouses. Yeah. So sweet. I just loved that uh, she worked. She was a professor for... Yeah. For a few years and then she got offered a job and, and i didn't realize it when she until later on but i was like oh she jumped at that job oh she, yeah she jumped at the opportunity to be a lighthouse keeper yeah she probably like honestly she probably we probably should have talked to her about this but she was like probably just working being like man this is fine but like i would love to just be on a lighthouse just fucking yeah. doing that and then she got the opportunity she's like yep yeah. that's it it's my also that's my dream also, just the idea of like you have this dream and then you finally, um, you finally like get it. You finally obtain that yeah. dream and yeah. accomplish it, and it is everything you wanted, you wanted to, be. to be. Yes. Yeah, because she sounded, she sounded like it was. She was so like, excited. Oh, yeah, I love it. She was. She even after all this time, she was still so excited about it. And the way that like she finds like the the metaphor behind it, like we are beacons mm-hmm. of light. I'm like, that's so you're like doing what you love and also finding ways to like yeah. feel like it's good for humanity. Like it's amazing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Maybe it really did. Like I was tearing up thinking about it. I was yeah. like, man, she's so happy. Yeah. <laughs> real, real envious of her of her joy. She does yoga? Yeah, she does yoga. She she's spirituality. Yeah, dude. I wanted to hear the ghost story. She probably has a lot of oh, ghost she's stories. She's just vibing. Dude. Yeah, you knew, you knew she had a bunch of ghost stories. She couldn't get into them, but I know, just so funny. But the Coast Guard, you should, you know, she probably like probably talked a lot about ghost stories, yeah. and the Coast Guard was like, "You need to chill. You need to yeah. stop." <laughs> oh man! But again, nine eleven. I'm sorry I brought it up. I bring it up every episode. <laughs> I felt bad. I knew when I said that I was like, "This is not the audience. She's not gonna." 
I'm trying to get it, dude. I just, uh, if there's one good thing that came out of 9-11, it's that this woman got to be a she gave me She gave me a pity laugh. She's like, huh. And I'm like, this is rough. She, like, worked for the, she works for the Coast Guard. I should have known she's a patriot, you know? I mean, you can, you can, uh, you can be a patriot and still make jokes about 9-11. Can you, though? I think so. Maybe. You Either know, way. I, I, I'm a patriot, and boy, do I make fun of 9-11. I don't know if I made. I don't know if I made fun of it. I, I'm just being realistic. Art does make make light of 9/11 pretty often. Either way, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, she's a cool job. I will say, not for me. <laughs> Very lonely out there. For but, sure. but I mean, it's not lonely because from what she was saying, there's a lot of volunteers, so you're you're chilling with them. Yeah, every now and then. You know? Also, like that you live with a person, but it's like it's it, it is scary at night, dude. It didn't sound like she was totally by herself from what, the way she was describing. It, it sounded like. Yeah. Because she said that the volunteers left, but she didn't say that they all left at once. Yeah. So maybe there was, like, waves of them. She said there was, like, one person that stayed there with her, right? Yeah, and then her husband came every weekend. Yeah, it's like, it's not that lonely. But still, like, I feel like she was in her, she probably was in her fucking world. In her head, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's not something I could do, you're right. It's not something I would be able to be capable of. Um, I would fall apart. (laughs) I would would mysteriously drown in the harbor. (laughs) But... I love how I asked, like, have has anyone died out of like, have, has anyone gone crazy from? And she's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, there's no time. doubt, all yeah. the time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like ninety percent of them. She's like, yeah, they they go crazy. Also, there are ghosts on the island, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what? <laughs> she loves it, dude. She's like, yo, yeah. these are my friends. She, she she she's like, people have gone crazy. There, there are ghosts goes. on the island. Also, the first two housekeepers died within died. four days of each other. Yes, so. People go crazy on this island. Well, she's so like nonchalant about it because you yeah. know she loves it so much. Like it doesn't bother her. She's just like, yeah. I'm chilling, dude. I don't care. No, yeah, no, I get it. Also, yeah. when she was describing, I was like, I feel like the way she's describing her love for this lighthouse is the way that I feel about the idea of sailing. Yeah. She's like looking out and seeing nothing but water just seems peaceful. Yeah, totally. And just yeah. like you're in the zone, you're just chilling, yeah. you're doing your daily tasks. Mm-hmm. I also I really wanted to ask her, but I knew I knew I couldn't. Was because uh, when she was talking about kayakers just showing up and like looking around, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I mean, I'm sure she stumbled across people just boning. Oh, sure. There's, there's no way. I, there's yeah, no way you you kayak out, you come across a lighthouse island, and then you and you're don't not boning. Bone. <laughs> you're not boning on it. That's that would not be my first thought. I think if I was kayaking, I ended up on a lighthouse. I would be right. uh, well, afraid. Guys, let's start a poll, okay? Email us. <laughs> what e- you would do. Yeah, email us if you would bone if you were on a lighthouse island. Well, you wouldn't even have to be dating the person. It wouldn't ma- matter who you're with. <laughs> you could be you could be two heterosexual men. You, you are boning. Bone. You're boning yeah. on that island. Yeah, lighthouses do carry a lot of sexual energy, for sure. I, I mean, they are phallic. They're, yeah. Like, yeah, they're phallic in nature. So phallic. In the whole yeah. movie, the lighthouse is about that. Mm-hmm. God, such a good movie. Anyway, she's cool. I'm a huge fan of Sal. I really want yeah. to be her. I want her to give us a tour. That'd be so fun. Yeah. I also like that occasionally her, it was like a, the Massachusetts Boston accent would come out. Yeah, come out. And you're like, Just, yeah, that's dude. On A's, whenever she said A's, I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. I love her like, like Haba. Haba. If you're out there at the Haba. She's, she was like, I didn't think she'd be such a, I dare to say kooky. She's a little kooky, yeah. but she's fun. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's very fun, very fun, very sweet. I love very her so sweet. much. I like want her to be like my my aunt or something. Yeah, you know. I do want to hang out with her. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to do yoga with her, dude. Yeah. 
I want to like I want to like protect her. I feel so protective of her now, dude. I like no. no I mean, I feel like she can protect herself. She you knows she's living know, on the she's, like, she's fucking chilling. But I also love that she has a lighthouse lamp. Yeah. So cool. Lantern. Yeah, she's a really cool lady. Cool lady. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I don't know what else to say. We're gushing over her, dude. Yeah, I know. We we both have crushes now. Um. Whoa, whoa, not me. I'm yeah. taking. I'm taking man. He's She's taken, taken, but he has a crush on this woman. Unfortunately, she is also taken. So yeah, Sally Snowman. What a cool, what a cool woman. A cool woman, cool name. Mm-hmm. This is why we do the pod. We talk to cool people. Yeah, I love it. Honestly, really fun episode. Really fun lady. Great episode. I'm happy we did it. <laughs> Every time you you leave yeah. this episode, being like, I'm happy we did that, as if yeah. as if you're coming on begrudgingly I, I am always shocked i do come on this <laughs> podcast begrudgingly every single time i do log in every single time just angry i have to do this at all and then afterwards i'm like that was actually a lot really of fun. nice yeah that that describes mine and art's relationship perfectly is i always begrudgingly talk to him and then i'm like i see why i talk to this guy because i do feel better but I'm going into back. it i i fucking am resent i'm resent him for making me talk to him yeah, not even me, but like a person you never met. Yeah. Have no connection to. <laughs> oh, specifically art. Uh, specifically okay, just art. Yeah. I begrudgingly talk to art. And then afterwards, I'm like, ah, I get it, though. <laughs> I get why I like him. But I forget. I forget every single time we initiate another conversation. That's good. Well, I'm glad this is why you're coming back every time. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, see you guys later, I guess. Yeah. I'll see you at a, be a lighthouse. Get out there and be a lighthouse. All right. Later. See ya.